0: trainers, keepers, pilots, 8th wallers, and our beloved explorers and wayfinders. Guess what? Episode number 89 of the Wayspotters podcast. We couldn't be more happy to be here with you today. Wayspotters is brought to you by the good people at the Pokemon Professor Network. And today is Friday, September the 29th. My show notes say the 15th, but it's really the 29th. And um, (laughs) it's going to be a good day and a great show. We've got a really good show for you. Um, I've got a rant that I'm gonna do today. Uh, some people have said that I'm so super pro Niantic that they don't that that I've been called a bootlicker and some really ugly names. But I've got a really yeah. honest, generic rant today, and I hope you guys like it. Um, as so, we got a special special thing today. So Chris is here as always. What's up, man? How's Canada today?
1: Um, it's good here, man. The weather's beautiful. Uh, I have a day off because tomorrow's nice. holiday. My lighting is all messed up. I'm going to have to fix that So,
0: when is it going to start snowing up there? Like, tomorrow? When, 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 when are you going to get your first snowfall? <laughs>
1: uh, okay. I have, I have two ways to answer this. Okay. Uh, one, not soon enough for my wife. Okay. And two, probably late October, we'll get our first snowfall. Alright. But we won't actually get any snow that sticks until, like, November. It's, and then you'll get, The like... Farmer's Almanac says... The Farmer's Almanac says that it's going to be a very snowy year, which my wife is very excited.
0: And then once it starts snowing, it won't stop snowing until like March, right? And you'll have like 50 inches of snow on the ground. That's that's crazy. (laughs) That's crazy. Well, everybody, if you are watching on YouTube right now, you see a third person on the screen. We have a guest today that I'm very, very excited about. But first, before we get to that, Chris, are you ready for this week's movie quote? Here we go. I read about it in the manuals. The manuals, the manuals.
1: You read the manuals.
0: Yeah. So you know the way back to headquarters.
1: I guess. Ha ha ha
0: You are my map. Let's go. Lead on, my map. Show me where we're going.
1: Okay, okay. I'm I'm too sad to walk. Just just give me a few hours.
0: Aww.
1: Which way? Left. Right.
0: No. Go left. I said left. Was right. Like, correct.
1: Okay, okay. This actually feels kind
0: of nice. All right. Does anybody out there know the movie? If you have kids
1: Hmm.
0: of a certain age, you may or may not know the movie. That movie is from Inside Out. And again, this is a Jamal show, so you guys are wondering how's Jamal going to tie some random movie quote into Wayfair? And the tie-in is the map. I guess I could have used Dora the Explorer, but I might use that for next time. But the tie-in is the map. So how we're going to tie this into the map, let me introduce our guests for a second. So as you guys all know, I love to interact, and so does Chris. We love to interact with people on Facebook, Twitter, or X, or whatever we're calling it this week. Discord, Reddit, kind of. Reddit kind of scares me. And the forums. so if you're watching this on youtube you'll see we have a guest joining me today so let me introduce her she's a level 50 instinct trainer yes from cleveland ohio cleveland rocks cleveland rocks um a public arc fanatic and a phd in english so we have a doctor in the house and a dedicated wayfair neckbeard it's x little pound cake how are you
2: i'm great how are you
0: (laughs) good now you said we can call you melissa right
2: oh absolutely
0: yeah fantastic fantastic so Mm -hmm. um we are so happy to have you here today and um we're going to get into why we have you here on the show um we're very excited to talk to you but before we get there we've got to kick it over to test stone to introduce the news with chris
1: and now the latest niantic news from the way spotters podcast presented by the pokemon professor network Alright, a couple of pieces of news this week. Edits are back, uh, so the Wayfarer team fixed the problem they were having with edits, just in time for the Wayfarer Challenge. So, Yay! Um, they They did sneak in a couple of quality of life updates to edits. There's now a toggle that highlights the differences in edits, and it's hilarious because the first edit I ever got with that new toggle, the two descriptions were exactly the same. Like, literally, character for character, <laughs> exactly the same. So I have no idea why they even put this edit in. Um, and there's a handy new uh, a re- report abuse button on the edits if you want to quickly report any edit abuse because that's where a lot of the abuse is coming from. So kudos to the Niantic team for that. And we've moved on to France in the Wayfarer Challenge. Apparently, we've blown through Italy Italy early Um we are at 43,751 nominations resolved so far. So we're just below tier two, which is, I think, 45 grand.
0: Wow. So Can I be childish just, for a second? Yeah. Can I be? Every time I hear France, I want to see, I see London. I see France. <laughs> I see Italy's <laughs> underpants. Sorry. Uh. I've been wanting to say that all week. So yeah, that's (laughs) amazing. (laughs) That is amazing, Chris. So let me ask you, how many reviews have you done? Mm -hmm. Are you up on the 72 a day? Have you been keeping pace?
1: I am just under 200 right now. Just under 200. Melissa, where are you?
2: (laughs) I'm at like 50. I'm not doing well so
0: far. (laughs) Okay. I am at Mm -hmm. 122. So I am averaging sixty-one a day. I haven't reviewed any today, so I need to keep tr- I need to keep pace with my seventy-two a day to make sure I get over five hundred. So I'm going to do my best between editing and all that to get back up, and then um, just I'm going to just keep it going and just keep editing. I got to hit five hundred. I have to make sure that I get there because I know there's people in our Discord and in the community on Twitter that are seriously going to hold Chris and I accountable. If we yes. don't hit 500, <laughs> so there's no way I'm going to come in under 500. But all right, let's get into the meat of the show. And I have a rant. So, Chris, I don't know if you're going to start a timer on me or what mm, you're going to do. Not this but time. I need to get a couple things. I, I need to get a couple things off my chest. And I think this rant fits perfectly with Melissa on the show because I want to get her opinion on this before we talk to her about her tweet and why she is on the show. So. Now that the Wayfair challenge has started, Wayfair has a lot of eyes on it right now for a lot of different reasons, not just a challenge. And right now people are reviewing and possibly even nominating more. We really need to be ready to turn our focus and our attention to review times. So review times is really what I want to talk about. Why? Because now is the time where I believe the community is the most engaged. It's like Christmas. Everyone is about to have their brand new shiny upgrades and they're gonna be itching to use them. There's a few country we know, there's a few countries we know that are gonna have brand new waste spots in their various games. But what about the countries and the cities around the world that weren't selected? Let's pick one. Let's see. Let me just grab one out of the air. Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> so Charlotte, North Carolina <laughs> has a population of eight hundred and seventy-eight thousand seven hundred and nine in in twenty twenty one in Charlotte proper. And the Charlotte metro area is 2.267 million people in 2023. Okay, before someone someone says it, before someone says it, and you know who you are on Twitter, that's going to say, Jamal, you know about rural priority and all this. Okay, Chris is going to have to explain that to me like I'm five again for me to understand it. So we'll do that offline. But I digress. Urban, rural, or in between. I don't think there should ever be a way spot that sits in queue for 10 months. And this is my rant. Regardless of the amount of active or inactive wayfarers in an area, there should never be something that sits in queue for 10 months. You want to call my bluff? I will show you. I will show you right now. All right. What you're looking at on the screen for the YouTube people and for the audio people I'll explain to you, it's my nomination I put in, On December the 18th of 2022. Playground at Tryon Hills Park in Charlotte, North Carolina. It has been in queue for 10 months. Right? Let's pull up the next one. It's North Alexander Street Basketball Court. I nominated this on December the 19th, 2022. And it has also been in queue for 10 months. Nine, 10 months. I don't know. Can't even count. I don't know the inner workings of Wayfair, of how they deliver reviews to explorers and Wayfinders, and I probably shouldn't, because I might do bad things with that information. However, in a global game, which Wayfair is, the Niantic Wayfair team should be able to ensure enough eyeballs on a nomination for it to pass through the system in a fair amount of time. No? Am I right? Am I wrong? Now, in order to keep the player base engaged, we should expect the game to, well, be fair. Because we, the players, don't know the back back house rules. We don't know how Niantic decides to do it. We should expect the game to make sure our nominations get in front of enough reviewers to get a decision. After this, I'll stop. But I honestly think nine or ten months in queue is bad. It's bad business. And I'm personally asking the Niantic Wayfair team to do better, do better for me, do better for Charlotte, do better for your player base. I'm sure I'm not the only person in the only city who has thinking who has things in queue that long. I don't think it's I don't think it's acceptable for us to stand by and say 10 months in queue is OK, because then it's got to go into voting. And who knows how long it'll stay in voting? If you want to keep your player base fully engaged, if you want to keep your player base continuing to nominate and continuing to review on a regular basis, Niantic, you've got to do better. My rant is over. Chris, tell me your thoughts. Ah,
1: uh, so he, I I don't understand. Like, I can't fathom something being in queue for 10 months. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, and I, I've said this before when you have ranted about this. Um, it, it's especially for new Wayfarers, if you're a new Wayfarer and you're going out there and you're saying, hey, I'm going to nominate a couple of things and then six or seven months and you're still not getting, why am I going to go, why am I going to go out there and nominate anything else if I'm waiting 10 months for my first one to get through? Right, like, I don't understand. Like, it, it, I,
0: it's frustrating for someone like me who nominates a lot and reviews a lot. like. I host a podcast about it. So I'm obviously going to continue to nominate things, but like you said the average person are they going to do it? Melissa, we've been doing a whole lot of talking. We want to and I knew as soon as you went to drink some water is when I was going to call on you. So before we get into you, before we get into you and why you're here and your credentials, first of all, rate my rant and tell me your thoughts.
2: That's an A. Um also basically I, I can't believe that Chris can't believe that something could be in queue for 10 months, like here in Cleveland. I mean, when I started nominating things in 2019, things would sit in queue for two years here. Like there are people who don't review and don't know what upgrades are. And so it, it just becomes this issue where not only are people getting frustrated because they're nominating things, which they think are a pokey stop because the game literally says, Pokéstop stop contribution yeah <laughs> so they think they're like nominating a Pokéstop stop and it's going to be in the game and then nothing happens and in the meantime they nominate all this coal that just further clogs up the system because they've got no feedback no rejections they don't know what they're doing wrong and so it's just awful yeah i wish they could speed up the queue it has recently gotten better like i will say that I, it's gotten better
1: it's <sighs> and i'm i'm probably i'm i'm going to say this at the risk of um angering my fellow podcast host here and um probably the community at large but i live in an area where if i'm waiting more than a week for something i'm shocked i, I went you know that remember Jamal when i was talking about that um company picnic that i went to yes on the 23rd i nominated The two baseball diamonds, a soccer field, a pavilion, and a playground. Yes, four out of the five are already done. So, like this. So, when I say that I can't understand, like I can't fathom waiting ten months. This, I because I live in a world where I don't. Like, right. So, and this isn't fair. And this is what we're talking about when it's not fair. Like, why? Why am am I in an area where I can nominate seventy-five things? And I, I have, if I have not made that many things, that's maybe two weeks because some of them sell block each other. But
0: that is, weeks. that's a 100% my rant. Like, I get it. This is a global game. The earth is big and round. Yes, flat earthers, I said it. The earth is big and <laughs> round and there's a lot of people on it and there's a lot of cells. But Chris and I realistically are not that far apart. Right. 600 kilometers, 700 kilometers I'm getting better at using the metric system. We're really not that far apart. And again, we don't know the inner workings of how Niantic delivers waste spots to people, whether it's based on location, whether it's based on the, the different amount of sales. There's rumors out there that it's L8 or L9 or whatever it is, or if it's a certain amount of population. I live in a city of 2 million people, right? Even if, there's a very small percentage of the city that is actually reviewing. I believe, again, not knowing how it works, and I know some of our friends from Niantic are listening to this and they're probably cringing that I'm even going here, but I would think you could widen the area out that my nomination is being shown to, to get a similar amount of eyeballs and votes on that nomination. I don't know the back end and how hard that is, but if in Oshawa, Ontario, something can get decisioned in a week, in Charlotte, North Carolina or Cleveland, Ohio, it should be able to go through in a month or two and not nine or ten months. Now, for those who are going to say it, it could be blocked by something in an adjacent cell. There's a 15,000 things that could happen, but those are not my only two that are in queue for a long time. Chris has seen my queue. I've got 36 nominations in queue and 29 in voting, and majority of them are over three months old. Now, yeah. if I go to See, the other side of this freeway, it's a lot quicker, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> so I, 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 I'm i at a loss. And um, for transparency, when Chris <clears throat> and I met with the, the, the folks from Niantic in New York City, I told him this. And I told him at some point we were going to talk about this. So I'm not side-dooring anybody or blindsiding anybody. I told him we were going to talk about this. And I told him this was one of my frustrations that I think it's a hole in their game where different people around the globe get vastly different experiences. I'm not talking about two weeks here and a month there. These things are going to have a birthday here pretty soon. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. Melissa, you look like you're just itching to say something.
2: Oh, always, always. I'm just, no, I totally agree. Like I have no idea how this works. I've heard 15 different conspiracy theories about how it probably does or doesn't work. And, um, obviously I am, well, maybe not obviously to people who have no idea who I am, but I'm not a web developer. I do not develop mobile games. i am not, I don't know how any of this works. Um, but I feel like they should. (laughs) And so like, I don't know. I've, it's just very interesting to me that i i wonder what the problem is can you like what's the hold up yeah
1: and and that and that's it i don't don't think they know what the problem is to be honest with you um right so can you can you pull (laughs) up what i got shared on the screen there jamal yes i will let's let you know you know how we love to throw back to episodes that we have done in the past so in it's october i think it was october um we did last year we did an episode called uh holding niantic accountable Yes we did. And one of the things remember I, I reached out on Reddit and Twitter and and I said give me some ways to wait, improve Wayfair. So I wrote an article for Gold Club and we covered it on the show. This is one of them. HB Minecraft said dynamically increase the voting radius. So if you've got a nomination that's in queue for three months make the cells that you're showing just automatically make it bigger. Right. Don't let you meet. Don't, I don't have to use an upgrade. Right. Just make it bigger. Right. Make it bigger until you get enough eyes on it. <laughs> guys it shouldn't be in queue for a year shouldn't be in queue for a year well chris to compound
0: that to compound the problem because it takes so long for things to go through in my area i don't have a lot of upgrades so people are saying jamal use your upgrades i would if i had them but things don't get decision quick enough so i don't get the little bar going around so Mm -hmm. anyhow chris we have a doctor in the house. We've been talking to our doctor. We've got a doctor in the house. So Melissa, uh, X little pound cake. Um, you wrote a tweet and, uh, like we talked about in the pre-show, it touched me. It touched my soul. Um, we had a whole conversation about you. So I hope your ears were burning a few days ago. Uh, myself, Chris, <laughs> Ken from Lord Up, who's the owner of the podcast network, and the rest of our kind of admin. We kind of talked about your tweet. We kind of broke it down. And Ken was like, You guys should reach out to her. And I sent him a screenshot. I'm like, I already did. <laughs> I had already sent you a message and a print request. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you
1: were ahead of him um, on that one.
0: I, I was, I was <laughs> on that. So I, I want to kind of reintroduce you. Um, you know, we said that you, you're a PhD. You know, you're a doctor. You're probably the smartest person I'm going to talk to today um you've got a ton of books oh. behind you um if you could just do me a quick favor just tell the listeners and the viewers like how you got to do Wayfair what you use it for I think what you the way you nominate <laughs> and what you use it for is so unique so anyways I want to turn the floor over to you just kind of introduce yourself and let everybody know what you're about sure
2: um I'm Melissa um Like Jamal said, I have a PhD in English, which is why I keep awkwardly looking away from the camera. It's because I'm not meant to talk to people. (laughs) I'm an academic. We like to just sit there with books. Um, So if I'm awkward, that's why. Um, Basically, I started doing Wayfair in 2019, almost the second that we could in Pokemon Go. Um, I've never played Ingress before because um, like I tell my friends who play Ingress here, I've talked to a girl, so I don't play Ingress.
0: I'm kidding. (laughs) Shots fired. Shots fired.
2: (laughs) Um, But basically, the second I could start nominating Pokestops, which is what I thought I was doing then, was nominating Pokestops for the game board, um, I did. So that was in 2019. And as I started learning more and more about the map and the system, and I didn't learn there were even forums till I think 2021, Um. I started reviewing and then something in my brain broke around the time that I don't know if you guys remember when um, Niantic took away. I don't know if you remember when Niantic took away double distance after um, for Pokestop spins and gym radiuses. Um, I'd been reviewing already for a couple of years at that point, but then something in my brain broke and I was like, oh, my community needs resources, so I'm just going to go out and try to make my hobby that I have been doing into waste waypoints. So I had already been going around researching all the public art, um, basically on this side of Cleveland on the east side, and um, I'd already been making my own sort of Google map for a public art tour, it has like 103 different locations on it. And a lot of these I was like, these would be great waypoints.
0: Wait, wait, wait hold on, um, on, hold on, hold on, I gotta stop you there. Are you telling me you've made mm-hmm. your own little map? So you're so so yeah, you're like I you're said, nerd like Chris. Nerd. Chris has a spreadsheet oh, yeah. with like everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. You 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 yeah. are more than yep. welcome and qualified to be on this call right now. So <laughs> I'd love that you're I mean you're my community I love it
2: curated my own map, um, pressured my entire community into helping. Um, We do not have a review ring. We have a nomination ring where um, basically, you know, people are like, hey, can you help me with this? And we all get together in a Google Doc and people help like edit and do research. It's been really cool and really rewarding. Um, We've gotten, I think, 160 new waypoints on the east side of Cleveland, like since we started that. And we are very proud of the fact that they are all legit we've cleaned up the game board um i'm one of those people who goes on the forums and says i have an edit location that's more than 10 meters and here are my 15 images from to tell you where this should be um and so basically like i'm i've always been a very hardcore pokemon go player it's how i met my boyfriend it's how i got my cats it's a huge part of my life and wayfarer has become just as big of a part of my life and it really fits in with like my hobbies and my personality. So
0: that is that's my rant. Absolutely <laughs> amazing. I love that. And um, not knowing you prior to this, I, I, I felt like from your tweet that I think I knew you and and um, that's amazing that you've done for that Cleveland is lucky to have you. So before we get to your tweet, I have one question for you. During your time as a professor, Did you ever use anything Wayfair or Niantic related in any of your classes or on a test?
2: (laughs) Um, Mm. Let me think. No, I did not, but um, I'm not proud of this, but I was teaching once and there was a raid at a a piece of public art right outside in the gym and someone did come to my classroom to get my phone to do the raid for me. (laughs) (laughs) And I told my students and they were like, of course.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. I love that.
0: That is amazing. All right. So we are going to bring up on the screen now kind of the reason why, and we've kind of alluded to this. You wrote a very beautifully worded tweet. We're going to have you read some things from it. Uh, I think you you're going to bring an interesting perspective to uh, Chris and I's conversation. Uh, We tend to, skew a little towards like, just don't break the law, just do what you need to do and you'll be fine. Trust Niantic. If you're doing everything right, you won't get banned. And there's a lot of people in the community that don't trust Niantic because of past things. And, you know, Chris and I, it's more Chris than me. Chris has been like the crusader. He's been like taking on all comers. He's like uh, the 300, right? He's taken on all of X, you know, trying (laughs) to educate them And there is a perspective out there that's different than, than Chris and I, and we wanted to make sure that we were able to bring that to um, the people and, and show them that there's kind of a different perspective out there. And when we read your tweet, we really were like, hey, little pound cake, Melissa has really kind of encapsulized what I think is a rational perspective from people out there in Twitter land who are concerned. So, if you don't mind, uh, could you read just the first couple parts of your tweet, and then I'd love to get into a discussion about it.
2: Sure. Um, Let's see. I'm a proud Wayfarer Neckbeard who nominates POI that bring awareness to local history and public art. I have a PhD, and doing archival research is a part of my job. I use this for each nomination and try to help others in my community do so, and I get why people are confused. I don't blame them for a second. There's a clear line between submitting something to harass another player, pornographic material, or a POI that does not exist, and submitting ineligible or Coley POI a few times. The line for POI rejection is vibes-based and notoriously unevenly applied despite what those on the forums might suggest, but the line for what constitutes abuse should not be. The discourse on here has demonstrated that the average contributor has no idea where this line is, and that's the real problem.
0: Great. Let, the let, forums
2: in Niantic. Oh, let's oh, let's stop okay. there for a second.
0: So <laughs> that that part right there, like, hit me like a ton of bricks because yeah. Chris and I host a podcast about this, right? We're coming up on a hundred episodes. I think about this all week, and my wife can back me up that I talk to her about it, and she just gives me this glossy eyed look. That last sentence is so powerful. Most people don't understand where the line is. Do you want to kind of talk about? Why that is, why you think that is? Um, and if Niantic mm-hmm. was listening, what would you tell them as someone who obviously spends a ton of time in it, but but are not officially connected?
2: Sure. Um, so basically where I think that problem comes from, um, why there's confusion about this, I think it can be traced back to the actual like rejection criteria. Um, when you you know when you click on you know eligibility criteria there's very clearly defined eligibility criteria. Then you click on rejection criteria. And the two times that abuse is mentioned in, I mean, abuse is mentioned in the rejection criteria, but it's not what constitutes abuse. It's just like abusive, It like rhetorically collapses rejection with abuse. And so to me, I think what this does is it sort of enables people who know a lot about this already to say that like coal is abuse. It's like spamming ineligible nominations and that's a form of abuse, which I don't think it is. Um, and it it scares the crap out of people who don't even know that the forums exist. Um, I think I'm getting off topic. No, no,
0: no, Vest, you're, you're, you're fine.
1: <laughs> no, no, that's perfect. Yeah,
0: I, I think you're right. I think people mm-hmm. have said, hey, I've put seven years into my Pokemon Go account. And I don't want to get it banned because mm-hmm. I nominated one bad, you know, I nominated a stop sign, for example. Now I'm going to get banned. Um, I think there's a bigger issue here that Chris and I have kind of talked about last week. And we can kind of get into it here if you guys think we need to, of why the Pokemon Go slash Ingress slash Pikmin, why those other Niantic accounts are linked to Wayfair. Um, from my perspective, Melissa, I'll say this. I agree with it. There's a lot of people on Twitter that do not. They think if you do abuse or if you get banned in Wayfair, it should only be Wayfair. It shouldn't affect the other Niantic games. I come down on the side of Wayfair and the POI and the Lightship database is the basis for all of the other games. So if you're going to abuse the system to benefit another game, then you should have your entire access to nominate things taken away. And that's a hot take and people are like, no, it shouldn't be, but that's, that's the side I come down on. That's the side I believe Chris comes down on also. I'd like to know where do you stand on that specific issue?
2: I stand personally right on the line, Okay, um, you know, because the wayfarer part of my brain and the part that knows like anything about, you know, like how you can give someone access to your like intellectual property or, you know. Something like that says, absolutely, a company has the right to dictate how someone uses their product if it, they're contributing in that way, if that's like what the agreement is. You, you click through on the click through agreement, you accepted the terms of service, these are the terms of service. But then there's this other part of me that while that might all be true, I do wish Niantic would do a much better job of telling people, like getting the word out there, that Wayfair exists, that Lightship exists. And that they're nominating something to the light ship map, not nominating a Pokestop. I think that would solve a lot of problems. I mean, I'm. we started talking about a little bit earlier when you go to nominate a Pokestop. in I mean, if you just pull up the game, you know, you go to settings, you go to uploads and it says Pokestop nomination. You have 40 Pokestop contributions left this month. You have it says Pokestop three times mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. one It says nothing about Wayfair. It says nothing about Lightship. Of course, people think they're nominating Pokestops for the Pokemon Game Project. Of course, of course, they make nominations that say there are no Pokestops in this area. They have no idea what Niantic is asking for. And I don't think that's their fault. Um, I also don't think it's really Niantic's fault. I mean, when you're writing something for years and tweaking it and tweaking it, um, you forget what you didn't know. Right. And like um, like you were saying, you know, you guys have a podcast, you've been doing this a long time. Um, we've mentioned a couple of times, like I have a PhD. So, but at one point I was a freshman. Right. And I didn't know how to write a citation. And so, you know, there are things that, I see it all the time in teaching, you know, people will get really frustrated with students for like, why did they not know how to do this? Why don't they just do research? And it's like, well, that's what we're supposed to teach them. <laughs>
1: Yeah, And you
2: forget how much work it took to get to where you are. And I think the same thing happens on the forums, if we're being perfectly honest. Like, I think a lot of people forget, you know, the first time they got a Pokestop or a nomination rejected and how terrible that felt, (laughs) how angry they were. Um, Probably, you know, like me, I discovered the forums because something I thought was totally awesome got rejected. And I went to the forums like I was just Googling, why did this get rejected? And I'm like, there are forums? Well, I'm gonna come in here hot. <laughs> and like I'm oh, mad. <laughs> so like when I see people doing this, I'm like, absolutely. Like I've I've done all this too. And so I think that's just our job as like wayfarers who are trying to help other people know more about Wayfarer is just to remember like when you started. Um yeah. and that people nominating PokeStops, like I think they really think they're doing what Niantic wants. And honestly, I kind of think Niantic does want it. If they didn't, they wouldn't incentivize their biggest player base to contribute to their map.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's... The the fact that it says Pokestops has frustrated me since since I mm-hmm. started. And I think you're, you hit the nail on the head. They don't do enough to advertise. And you can't even... Like you can't even really see the lightship map from anything other than the Wayfarer app, and they don't advertise the Wayfarer map because they don't want the general public using it. Yeah, and cause, so even signing up for it is a giant pain. <laughs> <the> but, um, <laughs> and like, if you're nominating an ingress. It doesn't show you the nearby lightship portals or yeah. lightship spots. so you could be nominating a duplicate. Like it shows you in Pokemon Go, but yeah. only for no. the area that you're in. Like if I'm trying to nominate remotely, like right. they're not there. So you, they're not even giving the tools that everybody needs to to have. I think to nominate correctly, right. and it just goes back to communication. Mm-hmm. It does,
0: and you know. I'm an English player and I kind of identify more as an English player when I'm doing nominations. And if it wasn't for, you know, old school English players that taught me the IITC, IITC map and the S2 cells, like my area wouldn't be nearly as good as it is because I have a decent understanding of if I nominate something right here, this is what will happen to everything else around. Right. And I think that's the Mm. one thing that's kind of lacking from a lot of people. I know that this cell over here has one POI in it. If I nominate something and it goes through, we will have a gym, right? Niantic has never, no one has ever said, this is how a gym is born. Like, you know, kind of how a bill becomes a law. Yeah. And they never will. And they never will. Like if you want three (laughs) gyms in this area, this is what, these are the steps you have to take. To get gym number one and then gym number two and then gym number three. So, before we get too far off, Melissa, if you want to kind of pick up and read a couple more of the tweets there, I think this is important for everyone to see. And sure. Hear.
2: <clears throat> Let's see. Um, so, that's the real problem. The forums in Niantic do not help with this confusion. For years, I've watched people on the forums treat coal like abuse and talk about it that way because it annoys them and clogs up the system. I've seen people in my community make good faith nominations repeatedly that are not eligible because they are not good writers or don't know how the system works. They're not cheaters. They're just bad at this. And honestly, that's okay. Some people just really don't get this system. And it's not because they have nefarious plans. It's because not everyone is good at this thing that you fellow form neckbeards, happen to excel at. This also means communication like this scares the shit out of them. Yeah. And that's,
1: fair. and that is that's 100% very fair, hundred um, percent fair i personally have looked at the nomination list of five people i think who were terrified that their pogo accounts were going to get banned so so i put out on twitter and i'm like if you're at all concerned just dm us on twitter and we'll look at it and i looked at it and i'm like no you're i'm like i'm gonna be honest with you that stuff's probably not necessarily eligible it's not abusive it's not eligible like I, I would stop trying to nominate that, that thing seventeen different times. <laughs> right. But you're not you're not gonna get banned. And I and I think that's you nail on the head that I think that's one of the biggest problems here is they come out with this ladder and saying, Hey, we're gonna we're gonna ban you if you're abusing and people went, I don't know what abuse is. So yeah. I'm I'm scared, right? It and, must be
2: what I'm doing. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you've been playing Pogo since twenty sixteen, then and what a lot of people scary. don't know. Now I'll bring up A for Andes, who's a Wayfair
0: ambassador, friend of the show. He's been on the show before, episode number nine. If you want to go back in and and watch, or we didn't do video back then. But if you want to go back in our archives, episode number nine with A for Andes. So Andes has been through a lot of things personally with voting rings in his area. And I think that kind of spurred him on to become (laughs) an ambassador. And he has been a crusader on the front line of fighting for it. Now, here's where I think the disconnect is. And kind of went through and I think it was a 25 tweet thread. It was long. Like I read it all and I'm like, okay, Andis, I, I got you. But what most people don't understand and what Niantic hasn't done is explain how we got here. Right. So mm. if, for example, if your city puts up a stop sign or a stop light and they put in a, a roundabout or something, what most people might not know is why that's there. There was a really terrible accident or there's an accident there every day. People run the stop sign so they put in a traffic light. And all of a sudden you're like, why is this traffic light here? It's really gumming up the works. It's got traffic all backed up. But what people don't know is every single day there's a wreck because people come around this corner and they can't see the stop sign and they run into another car. How this ties into Niantic is most of the public who's, who's, who does Pokemon Go, doesn't know of 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 germany and the netherlands and spoofer island and all these other things where there's been like humongous abuse they don't know about this all they see is here's this ladder policy and niantic hasn't done a good job of saying this is why we're here here's the blind corner right there and people are crashing right so we had to do this to keep things from happening they never explained that to anybody Niantic has left that up to the Wastepotters podcast and other content creators and people on the forums to kind of tell their version of the story, right? We did a whole show on the abuse in the Netherlands, and we probably didn't get it all right. We told our version of the story the best that we know it. And I understand why Niantic doesn't come out and say, here's all the abuse, here's how we got there. So people are coming up to this ladder policy and they're like, I don't understand why you're doing this. I don't understand why this is linked to my account. And this is really scary. So instead of going this way, I'm just going to avoid it and I'm going to go on the other side of town. And what that means for a lot of people is not nominating waste spots. Yep.
2: Unfortunately. Um, yeah. Which. For my community, if we're being perfectly honest, that doesn't change a lot right. <laughs> because most people don't anyway at this point. But, like, no, it's a real problem. And as much as everyone hates when things pop up in mobile games, like, I'm my boyfriend and I talk about this all the time just how few people are on Twitter in general from the Pokemon community. Like, even putting out something on Twitter that links to The wayfarer forums is not enough like it's just not enough most people who play this game are not on twitter um which is also why things tend to feel like bigger deals than they are to the wider community like i think that's why people were like yeah and people are like singaporean grandma and i'm like well yeah i don't know what to tell you There are like (laughs) there are literally dozens of us here but like there are way more of them um and they don't have this information. Can I say something so, very
0: controversial right now that probably might get me flamed? <laughs> P- Pokemon PvP people are like so super sensitive. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm not a PvP. I'm not a PvPer, not laughing, not a PVP-er <laughs> but like, if you say something to a Pokemon PvP content creator, like, they're super sensitive. And y'all can at me if you want to, but I think I'm on the right side of history there.
2: I mean, I get that too. I'd be sensitive and a little irritated if I did PvP and Pokemon Go. It's terrible. It's it is. Terrible.
1: It really is. And what it's, a it's terrible. Like, life. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd, yeah. I'm, that's a whole other rant that I could go yeah. on that I, I just, I'm not going to but you're 100% right. Like it's just you're you're irritating. They're already irritated. Yeah. So Melissa, I, I they
2: need to go. Outside. I,
1: I want to
0: If you could speak for, and I know this is, you should never do this, but if you could speak for the segment of the population that is afraid to nominate or review, right? I think you understand this segment of the population. If you could speak for them, and let's say we knew Niantic was listening right now, or the ambassadors or whomever, if you were the representative (laughs) for that group, what would you say right now?
2: Um, well, I think it goes without saying that I'm not, <laughs> which we all know. Right. I just want to make sure they know yeah. that I know that, um, but I can't speak for me because I'm in that group. I I love Wayfair. I have been very nervous the last few weeks. Like um, I mentioned before the public art tour that I made that, you know, a nonprofit here picked it up and put it in this app that we have here called the city is our museum. And so you can like go on walking tours with all the data that I, I gave them. And I used some of the pictures that I uploaded to Google so they could have them that I took. And I'm not going to lie that terrified me. And I went and deleted them all from Google and asked them to delete them from the app.
0: Because you didn't want it to be a third party. Is that rational? Because you didn't want it to be a third party (laughs) photo. Right. Okay.
2: Yeah. And I don't know if that's rational. um, But these game accounts i mean we've been playing pokemon go for seven years and you know i i tweeted it and i think i said it here too but like i adopted my cats through this game i met someone who ended up being a reader on my dissertation committee through pokemon go like a faculty member at the university who like played as well and she was like i'll be on your dissertation committee i'm a literal doctor because i met someone at a raid who like wanted to help me out and see that um my future was secure there. Um, I met my boyfriend this way. My friend group is from this game. Like I can go through my account, just like thousands of shinies, different places I've been a big part of our lives, especially if you're a hardcore player revolve around this game and to have that, like that might be taken away. That's terrifying. And like, I feel like that, and I lurk on those forums. I'm on the forums every day. Hate reading. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> like, I'm just on there having a bad time, and like I, I know that what I'm feeling isn't rational necessarily, but it's still there. Mm-hmm. I mean, these things mean a lot to people, and if Niantic is listening, like honestly, probably the best way to address Wayfarer abuse um, with Pokemon Go and to get fewer—it's not just the test which i could talk about the test and the admission criteria for hours um and communication it's not just that if you want people to stop doing review rings if you want people to stop nominating coal just raise the level cap for nomination to 45 no one's going to go out and take their alt account and do hundreds of rocket stops to get through level 44 which was terrible and we did it in like a day but <laughs> like but my boyfriend and I are not normal. So like, the average person is not going to do that. They're not going to go level up all these counts to
0: 45. Chris, Chris put his hands up because uh, he dipped his toes into that water before, <laughs> right, Chris? <laughs> you were like, raise the level cap. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Sarah Amanda was like, <laughs> and I, yeah. I, got,
1: I got surreptitiously... surreptitiously um, Put in my place. And I don't <laughs> disagree with you. And that's the thing, right? It, it's I can speak from experience. Getting level 10 in Ingress is infinitely harder than getting level 38 or 37 or whatever it is in, in pogo. Yeah. And it's just no one's creating an Ingress account to abuse Wafer. Like nope. literally nobody. Right. But they're I try. Pogo <laughs> to abuse. Yeah. Exactly exactly. Like it's it's not like I created a, a an Ingress account in mm-hmm. 2016 and I, yeah. I just couldn't i couldn't do it like i couldn't get all the way to 10 like it was <laughs> I, I have a level three
2: ingress account before we could nominate yeah, in pokemon yeah. go and i no, I'm it's not gonna happen 11.
1: um that's it's... honestly really impressive <laughs> it's i am impressed with myself to be honest with you it... the the trouble with raising level captain pogo is then you're, you're... <clears throat> Excuse me, you're you're affecting kind of the rural community more than you're affecting kind of the, the cheaters, I think. Maybe not more. But it's it's that mm-hmm. fine right. it's that fine line between kind of making it an accessible system versus making it mm-hmm. inaccessible to people who are abusing it. Um, but I, I don't disagree with you. Like I think it's too easy to to get to that point in pogo where you're you're able to create waste spots. Yeah. And people are abusing it. And this is what I, I said on Twitter the other day. It's that you're banning—they're banning Pogo accounts because you're you're cheating in Pogo, right? Because you're using I, you're using Wayfair to cheat in Pogo, so they're banning Pogo accounts, right? I
2: I'll die on this hill. I don't think people think they're cheating. <laughs> um, like, yeah, I I really don't. I I think the abuse criteria are not crystal clear. It's not laid out to them before they can nominate um you know they're speaking of you know the backlog you know in 2020 we went through a global pandemic where people couldn't leave their homes of course people were trying to get home pokey stops yeah (laughs) like of course they were and when you're dealing with like backlogs that in cleveland it can be two years Mm -hmm. like i'm not saying it's okay i'm not trying to justify it but like people do very human things when they don't know what the rules are and now they're finding out what the rules are and going, wait, I did that, uh-oh. And I, I don't think they realize that, you know, like what they're doing probably wasn't egregious. <laughs> or, you yeah. know, um, I shouldn't even say this. I don't even report stuff like that when I'm reviewing unless I see it twice from the same community, you know? Like, yeah, cause I'm fair. just like, that's what my one star is for. I'll just reject it. Like um, there's so many instances of actual wayfarer abuse where people are just making up things that aren't there at all, or like, um, you know, trying to say that something's like two cells over one star. Yeah. But if I see it again, then I'll mark it as abuse. But like, I don't know. I just, I think there's a lot, we could all on every side of this do a lot better to just sort of like try to put ourselves in, the other person's position which sounds really simplistic but this is a really nuanced problem yeah. and it took a long time to get here
0: i i think you you put it so beautifully and i think i i really try to stay out of my own echo chamber because i pay really close attention to this because chris and i have to create content at least once a week and then several times a week in other forums on you know facebook or wherever so like I'm in it. And I guess I've been trying to pull myself back to think of like, okay, I'm a level 47 trainer. And I'm like, ooh, I like that. I want to nominate it. Like That person probably doesn't know about the forums that person probably doesn't know the rules and the etiquette of the forums because there is, if you just get on the forums, there's rules and etiquette that you have to abide by or else you're just going to get screamed out of there, which is a whole nother, again, we could do a whole nother show on the Wayfarer forums or on Twitter. I would like to come back to that. (laughs) Yeah, we'll come back to that. I'll give you (laughs) last word on that. Um, But if I'm trying to put myself in just this random level 47 mystic player who you know, is visiting their in-laws and they see something and they want to nominate it. They have no idea that in that same cell there's a statue that is blocking that other statue that they want to nominate, and nothing really tells them that. Hey, you can nominate this; it's going to show up in Lightship. Thank you, we appreciate you. Pat on the head, sweet summer child, but it's not going to show up in the game you want. Um, and mm-hmm. and that frustrates people, and then they it doesn't go through and then they nominate it again and they nominate again then they're like oh i'm gonna move it quote unquote to over here now they just have done wayfair abuse not knowing it just because i think niantic is so fearful people are going to cheat that they don't tell people things they need to know because they think if i tell you this you're going to do something nefarious with it do you guys agree with that or am i completely yeah i totally agree yeah yeah,
1: I think you, I think you nailed it there. And I, I think that's you, you're making a very good point, the both of you. Um, It's I kind of skew myself, I think, probably incorrectly to more people know what they're doing than they don't. And I, I think you're probably right, thinking that the majority of people who are abusing Wayfair probably necessarily don't know that they are right. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I know for a fact that there are people who are abusing this system who know exactly what they're doing because i've had conversations with them about it and said hey do you know this is abuse and they looked at me and go yeah i don't care i'm gonna keep doing it and i go okay cool and i'm gonna keep reporting you Mm -hmm. and i know that they're gonna stop now because they have personally told me oh i don't want to lose my level 50 pokemon account right but Mm -hmm. I, i think you're probably right the majority of them don't necessarily know that they're abusing the system and it's a fine line that niantic has to walk Between saying this is abuse and saying this is abuse and people going, I never thought of that. Now I, now I know I can, you know, and then using that to abuse the system versus using that knowledge to not abuse the system. Does that make any sense? Yeah all right before we close this out that's a fine line that niantic has kind of never walked very well before we close
0: this out i want to give you melissa the final word you said you wanted to come back to the forms and the etiquette i want to give you final i i'm anxious to hear what you say about this because i i think i know where you're going here but i want to hear it
2: oh i'm gonna get some heat for this or you guys are i'm just a person (laughs) i don't have a podcast (laughs) so sorry about that um and i shouldn't say that one thing i learned about Uh, Twitter and the Wayfarer community in general, since I tweeted that, is that everyone is so nice. Um, I kept waiting for someone to call me something terrible and it never happened. Um, But I will say, I am not a huge fan of the forums. Um, And I think that's because I'm a teacher. And there's part of me that's like, there are a lot of people who are trying really hard to educate people and offer good advice. And they are so frustrated and it comes through in their discourse and um i just wish people on the forums i mean i know pokemon oh this period doesn't have any pokestops like i know it's annoying but like i don't know i get that people feel really alienated by the wayfarer community and get frustrated by that um but yeah we do submit the most abusive stuff because (laughs) there are just more of us um, but yeah, as far as the forums go, I mean, a big issue I have with uh, the way where Wayfarer sort of works in general is that there is very limited communication from Niantic. It is getting a lot better. Um, the past year, there's been so many improvements in the way that they communicate on the forums, but a lot of this work is left to the community. And um, I don't necessarily think that's the right approach. Um, anyway, I think the forums might not always be the most welcoming place.
0: And that's if people are you on the, um, are you on the Wayfarer discussion discord? Are you on that also? I don't know if I've seen you in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think my name is something like, I get a little passionate when I post things. So I, Chris knows I've kind of backed away a little bit from that because I'm like, I'm trying to build community and not like, just like go off on people. So. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. all right um great discussion team I, I really enjoyed it um i want to move on to our funny story of the week you guys want to hear it all right yes so uh our funny story of the week comes to us from bagley township michigan so i know michigan is bad when it's ohio versus michigan so maybe i did that on purpose maybe I didn't. no i right. love michigan so our it comes to us <laughs> from the a.p from an unnamed writer and it is woman rescued from outhouse toilet after climbing in to retrieve her Apple watch, Michigan police say. So a woman was rescued on Tuesday from an outhouse toilet in Northern Michigan after she climbed in to retrieve her Apple watch and became trapped. The woman whose name was not released, probably good, that's my editorial, lowered herself into the toilet after dropping uh, the watch at the Department of Natural Resources boat launch at Dixon Lake in Ostego County, Bagley Township, state police said in in a release on Wednesday. First responders were called when they heard the woman yelling for help. The toilet was removed and the strap was used to haul the woman out. If you lose an item in an outhouse toilet, do not attempt to venture inside the containment area. Serious injuries may occur, said the police in in, in their release. The police did not say Wednesday if the woman was injured or if the watch was recovered. And just for reference, Bigley Township is about 240 miles or 386 kilometers northwest of Detroit. Chris, talk to me.
1: I, so we saw this on the news um, while I was eating lunch at work, so that was was fun, and I I said to the guys at work, um, if if one of my children fell down a public toilet, outhouse, I I, might be tempted to call my wife and be like, how uh, attached to this child are you? I can't imagine, um, I can't imagine diving in for a watch, like, that's gone, it's done. Like, even if i could get it back i don't think i want it back at this point no. so that's, no. yeah i don't know <laughs> that's terrible it's so bad
2: it's pure michigan is what it yeah. is
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's classic <laughs> i love that you just use their slogan that's... against them that's amazing <laughs>
2: The power of words. Mm. <laughs> Very
1: interesting.
0: Alright, so we yeah. are... Let's roll to break. How about that? Let's roll to break. All right. And uh, We'll play some dad jokes and when we get back, we will go over Way spot of the Week, uh, Coal of the Week, and we'll get you guys back out to your Sunday. So, let's start the music and we will see you guys on the other side. This is A is for Andes, Florida's most hated
2: wayfarer. You're listening to the Wastebotters podcast this is c princess h and b and you're listening to Wastebotters podcast
0: this is genji and we are listening to the Wastebotters podcast show
2: ugh get some better jokes already it's season two
0: what do you call friends that you listen to music with earbuds why does it take bread so long to digest? It loaves. What type of music do Santa's elves listen to while preparing presents? Yep, rap music. What do you call a person who has the keys to the bathroom? The can opener. What type of shoes does the Tooth Fairy wear? sneakers. Why do genies fly on magic carpets? Because no one ever wishes for cheaper flights. Why did the peanut hire a bodyguard? Because he didn't want to be assaulted. hey everybody welcome back to the Waste spotters podcast here with chris and melissa um pretty fun first half of the show and i hope you guys really enjoyed the dad jokes and uh for those watching on youtube if i looked really confused at the end of that segment it's because my cheap timu headphones died so i couldn't hear anything they said so i just kind of cut them off and sent us to break and now i'm back so we'll stitch it together and if you guys didn't notice anything that means that we did a really good job in editing but if you did notice something that's what it was um <laughs> so uh, before we close the show as custom we want to go over and talk about wastebot of the week and I'm going to bring up this way spot of the Week because this one is beautiful. So this one comes to us from Cindy Poo from Cary, North Carolina, in the Wayfair Discussion Discord. And uh, like I, I, we've used one from her before. She's not a local, but she's close enough. She's actually closer to Maddie G. Shout out to Maddie G up there in the Triangle Triad-related area. But this one is called Bride Town Mural. And the title, or that's the title in the description is a mural dedicated to Bridetown, La Puente, California, showing all memories of the surrounding city. And what you're looking at is it's, God, I don't even know how to describe this. There's lots of yellows and there's picture. It, it, I almost can't describe this to do it justice. So it, it's on a building and it looks like it might be maybe a story and a half um, tall and it's pictures of the history of the city and some of the ancients locals to the city, La Puente. It's, it's very culturally relevant. Um, you guys are gonna have to, this is my way of getting you to go to our YouTube to look at it. I'm not gonna be able to do this justice. It's beautifully painted, it's beautifully designed. And if anyone out there is in La Puente, California, zip code 91744, please send me a gift. I would love to have a gift from this. Um, And the additional supporting information says, a cool new mule in a historic city. And guys, I I don't know how to, maybe someone can help me here do it justice, but this, it just pops. I would probably stand there and stare at this for 10 minutes if I was in La Puente, California.
1: Yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, I love the fact that they've integrated all of like little paintings of historical kind of landmarks of the city into this one mural. It's beautiful.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it is. It's beautiful. So um, good stuff, Cindy Poo. Thank you for sending that over. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, shout out to everybody in the Wayfarer Discussion Discord, um, all of the admins, all of the ambassadors and everybody over there. We appreciate what you do for us and what you do for the community. So that's the good stuff. Now, Chris, we should probably talk about the polar opposite of that mural and what we don't want to see right yes
1: yes i've been working on the way there all the long day i've been working on the way there just to pass the oh oh no hey jamal i found some coal
0: All right, so call of the week number one comes to us from friend of the show, Sarah Amanda And Melissa, we're going to have you take this one. And I'm going to pull it up on the screen and have you explain to us what we are looking at. You got that ready for us, Chris? There you go.
2: All right, so what we are looking at... Take it away. What we're looking at here is a masterpiece. Honestly, this sweet baby angel... So um, for those listening who can't see, the title of this is Pokemon Sticker Stop. So right away, uh, that's, a, that's a one star for title or description. Um, it appears to be the back of a stop sign. Um, the picture is it's the back of a stop sign that actually shows the road sign above it, too. So that's nice. And the entire back of the stop sign is covered in stickers that um, apparently are Pokemon stickers. I, I could be persuaded that it's not 100 percent Pokemon, but I'm being a purist about that. Um, the actual description is, I really hope this stop helps people get their daily spin for the for the day around this calm community this sweet baby angel out here trying their best um i personally love the supporting information um they did a good job with the supporting information picture i want to shout that out i can see where it is i can see that there's clearly woods right next to it um but they got the idea um surrounding you know get the surroundings there and it says, trainers will see the awesome sticker art that people around the local community have made for the past year. Hope this makes it. Sweet angel. Mm. <laughs> it's just so hopeful. We
1: it is it ball. is very oh small. <laughs> um it, yeah. It's this is one of those things you're just like, I I really hope that you find something that's actually eligible Me in, too. in your community and yeah. not this unfortunate lump yeah. of coal.
2: I I never submitted anything
1: that hopeful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, me either. No. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, wait for Jamal to come back. <laughs> he's trying to reconnect right now. He's a, uh, I think the construction in his area took his internet out yesterday and I think he's still having a little bit of issues. And that it, sounds awful. It's, it's <laughs> funny, but not funny. But like the, the exact same thing happened to me earlier on in the week construction took out my internet oh and then they managed to fix it and they're just like hey look it's fixed and then like literally the next day they sent out another text saying yeah so when we said it was fixed it wasn't actually fixed so oops <laughs> and then, yeah,
2: sounds wonderful
1: <laughs> yeah apparently they they hit the underground wires but not only did they hit the wires they they collapsed the whole the whole tunnel that it was in or something so it was so they had to dig it out it was a whole mess oh
2: wow the, we lost power here like three weeks ago i think um i was so dramatic about it because like <laughs> i'm a city person like you cannot take away the power what am i supposed to do talk to my boyfriend <laughs> like i don't think so, <laughs> so. yeah
1: exactly yeah
2: it was out for twenty four hours. It was actually really fun. Like we had a really good time, but nice. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> I'm like I, it was fun. Awful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if you remember or if Cleveland was part of it when the whole Eastern Seaboard went down mm-hmm. a few years ago. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that,
2: that was, was a amazing. fun time. Not at all existential. Okay. Really <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah.
0: So. My internet went out yesterday, uh, mm-hmm. and I messaged Chris, and I'm like, there was like this little sliver in Charlotte, like a triangle. It looked like somebody was playing Ingress, and I was like right in the middle of it, because they are doing some construction, and, and a backhoe like ran over something, and they had to do the line, so they've been doing construction, so I've had like issues, like, so I apologize, but I'm back. Um Cole, right? This is Cole. That's yes. where we are, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Oh man. The lovely world of internet and and I think it's Friday and I think it's because most of the world's working from home on Friday and yeah. so the internet is is like being like over overused. Um, mm-hmm. all right. Yep. So sh- shall we move on to call number 2, Chris? You're going to take this one. This is going to be fun. <laughs> you want to introduce
1: this? All right. Call of the week number 2 is from kroner in the german wayfarer Discord, which i don't even know why you're in that dis- no i know why you're in that discord uh, <laughs> I, uh, i'm learning german i'm learning german yes your friend of the show kroner are, are conspiring against me and uh loki i kind of love it um <laughs> so what we're looking at for those of you listening to the audio version is a sign on a post and it's got some writing on it, and it looks like a dog on a leash. So, live I'm animal, assuming... live animal, live <laughs> animal. <laughs> uh, I am assuming that this is some sort of keep your dog leashed sign. The title is Brut und Setzeit Schapasauer Weig Krusung. And the description is Zom 1. April bis Zoom fifteen July is die. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what any of that means. Um, <laughs> what about the supporting information? Oh, the supporting. You want me to read the supporting? Information? I would love for you to I, read the supporting information. I will say that the supporting picture is again pretty good. Uh, it's got the wasteball in the picture and you can see that there's like a road off to the left, so it gives some good context. Uh, the supporting information is Auf Deiser gehen Zele Hunden Best Itzer Spaz Iren Deistre is Fierden Zirch Auch und Und ist ebenfalls ein weiter Weg ein idealer Ort von einem Pokestop, wo seit weit und breit kein <laughs> Ende <äldre laughs> existiert.
0: Melissa, do you see how much fun this is?
2: Oh, I try right. so hard not to make fun of people who are trying to learn, but Chris is making it really
0: hard. All right, so let's do this. Let's hear from our friend of the show, Kroner. All right, everybody. (sighs) I'm here to give you the real pronunciation. Sadly, the (laughs) description isn't complete anymore, so that we can't hear. But it is. Brut und Setzzeit, Schabhuser Weg, Kreuzung. The supporting information tells us, Auf dieser Route gehen viele Hundebesitzer spazieren. Die Strecke ist für den Verkehr auch untersagt und ist ebenfalls ein Wanderweg. Äh, ein idealer Ort für einen Pokestop, wo sonst weit und breit kein anderer existiert. All das what I yeah. yeah that's I exactly <laughs> that's that's exactly what Chris said so uh, hopefully our friends in in Germany are, are are having fun with this right now so I think you nailed it Chris. I think what what he said is what you said and I don't think that there's any different there. nope and um, you know what we'll do we'll leave it up to Twitter. We will leave it up to Twitter. Um, just please do no. me a favor. When, when you put this short up, please tag Kroner and please tag Kwan. <laughs> yes, I will. Please tag those two yep. because I need them to, to chime in on that. So, um, yep. guys, this has been fun. This has been real fun. Melissa, I want to thank you so much for joining us on the Waste Spotters podcast. And I want to thank you for bringing a interesting perspective that Chris and I may not have had. Um, we tell everybody every week that, you know, we will talk, we will literally talk to anybody. We want to make sure that if there's something going on in the Wayfarer community, that we are bringing that point of view to light, Uh, even if it's something that we might might not necessarily agree with, or maybe we have a blind spot. So, Melissa, I want to thank you for that. And before we close the show, um, I want to turn it over to you as our guest and our fellow Wayfarer Nickbeard. Final word, anything you want to say that you didn't say or anything you want to let the Wayfarers and the Explorers know about? Go ahead. Floor is yours.
2: All right. Uh, First of all, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor, and this was really fun. And it's just been really nice to talk to you guys. Um, I guess if you want to hear me on anything else, I'm going to be on As the Pokeball Turns as well. Um, So, yeah, that that sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, But basically, if I'm going to promote anything, I would like to promote us all just, you know, being a little patient with each other. (laughs) Um, I think everyone is legitimately trying their best. And I think everyone on Twitter should probably try to remember that uh, the people who work at Niantic are not Niantic. And so they're doing their best too. And you can roast me for that on Twitter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. No, Twitter you're is going to be right. Twitter. Yeah. No, yeah. you're right. Um, we had a chance to like meet the flesh and blood people that work at Niantic and they they're real people with real feelings and they're trying to do their job to feed their family and they're doing the best they can. The thing about a game, it's a game at the end of the day. Um, No game, nothing outside of your family should encompass your whole life, whether it's Pokemon Go or Ingress or Wayfair or anything. Um, Let the game be the game and let people do their job. Um, You know, even when I'm saying, hey, Niantic, do better. I'm not talking specifically to one person. I'm talking to the company to help make the game better. But at the end of the day, it doesn't. It's not the end of the world. It's not so Thank you for that, Melissa. And I'll I'll go ahead and close us out. Chris, do you have anything? You want me to close us out? No, nah,
1: man. I'm I'm good. I'm good.
0: All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Waste Spotters. We can't have an episode of Spotters without shouting out our executive producer, Kate the Cons, as well as all of our patrons who support us. You guys help us do what we do and we appreciate it. So If you enjoyed what you heard and you want to hear more, that there's a couple of ways that you can tell us. So the first thing you can do is you can follow us on our Twitter. I'm not going to put X on the screen. I'm going to continue to call it Twitter until Elon comes on the show and makes me change it to X. Follow us on Twitter at WaySpotters. We are also on Instagram at WaySpotters Podcast. So you can follow us there and see all the funny things that we do. And then you can also... Follow us on TikTok at I Make Way Spots. TikTok has been, you guys have been killing killing TikTok. I really love it. I I get on TikTok mainly because my daughters make me do these weird TikTok dances, which I will never film because Chris will find some way to put that in a short. I know he will if he ever gets his hands on one of the dances I do with my daughter. So Uh, it will never see the light of day. Cause I know, I know this and I know he'll do it and he'll change the password and I won't be able to do anything about it, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we are, we try to be incredibly responsive and we love interacting with our listeners. And if this episode tells you anything, we had someone who's a listener to the show who wrote a tweet. We reached out and she's here. So we will bring anybody on the show. We love giving everybody a chance to, to espouse their point of view. That's my big work for the day. So secondly what you can do is you can reach out to us on our website, wayspotters.com. Now from there, you can get links to everywhere that you can download the show. You can also send us a message directly from the website, or you can hit us up on our email. And our email is wayspotters at pokemonprofessor.com. So uh, Rob... I know you've sent me like six calls. I got you in the rotation, my man. Don't lose faith. We've just had a lot of things going on. Rob sends me about one email a week. Rob is Bozo Dad. He sends me about one email a week. He's like, hey, here's some coal. Here's some coal. I got your coal. We've got it in rotation. Don't worry. I got you. Um, Now, for those of you who are audio listeners who haven't been over to our YouTube channel, please go. Come over to the YouTube channel. You get to see all of our funny facial expressions today. You'll get to see me look panicked when my earphones died and then when my headphones went out and then when my internet went out so and you'll get a chance to see our guest and all the lovely books behind her and chris who's the good-looking one on the show actually wait no i'm the good-looking one you're the smart one is that what yeah. all, right. all right so yes yeah, so <laughs> oh you God. can visit yeah so you can visit our our youtube channel it's youtube slash at wasteboughters podcast um and that's how you can find us. And then for our American listeners or anyone who wants to dial an American phone number, you can call us on our hotline, 704-426-3710. And again, I will do my best not to answer the phone. When you call, I will let it go to voicemail. So that way, we don't have this kind of awkward interaction when someone's like, is this the Butters podcast? I'm like, yeah. And then I have to hang up, and you have to then call back to leave voicemail. <laughs> However, I digress. That happened, Melissa. It did. <laughs> and then finally, if you are not a member of the Pokemon Professor uh, Network Patreon, you can join for as little as one dollar US a month. Chris, do you have the graphic while I talk about this? You will have the um, you will get access to uh, the Discord for the entire family of shows across the Pokemon Professor mm-hmm. Network, including Waste Spotters Special Editions, Gotta Watch Them All, Purified Podcast, and Lured Up. It's a fantastic place filled with fantastic people now remember it's one dollar u.s a month but it's like a dollar 36 canadian it's um it's uh seven dollars and 84 cents in hong kong it's 79 pence in england it's a dollar 56 in australia we'll have the graphic next week um but any, any, Anyhow you want to reach out to us or anywhere you want to follow us, we'd love to have you and be honored to have you as a patron on the show. Um, your support really makes a big difference to what we want to do. And with that, we look forward to you listening to us again next week on the Waste Spotters Podcast. And remember, what's a few meters between friends?